0: jumping on the hamster wheel. That's what it felt like. Um, in order to keep my head above water, um, I just felt like I had to keep going and going and going.
1: You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey,
2: everyone. It is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen. I'm the Director of Sales here, and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the Head of Education and Engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today?
1: Good, Kathy. Thrilled to be here.
2: Well, we're, we're both so giddy because we are very fortunate to have in our Estimate Rocket radio studios today, Jessica Galloway. She is the owner of Visionary Home Solutions. Wait till you listen to Jessica. She is just one amazing businesswoman who I told her she needs a cape and a big S on her chest because (laughs) she has overcome so many obstacles and has quite the business that she is running right now.
1: We did love talking to Jessica. She is quite an amazing leader, though she doesn't always phrase it like that. She's learned a lot. She's still learning a lot. And other learners come up beside her because they don't feel inadequate or insecure around her. They draw courage from her courage to keep pushing things forward, to get through the slog and the struggle, to believe better things are coming, to professionalize, and to start enjoying their business just a little bit. You can't fail to be inspired by people like Jessica. This is why we do business.
2: So Jessica, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio, and we really need to let the viewers know this was so important to you. You just left a job site in your work clothes to scoot into one of your vehicles so that you could do this podcast with us. So we, we open our hearts to you with major gratitude that you have taken the time to share some pearls of wisdom with us.
0: I love that. Thank you for having me here. I am very excited. Yeah. I want to be able to leave my job sites. This is the, the kind of stuff that I would love to do.
1: That's awesome. Well, I've enjoyed talking with you and I know you've been an Estimate Rocket customer for a while and you, you've grown your business from a, a very similar place that a lot of people have grown their businesses from, you know, mm-hmm. starting out with just a few people with um, the massive action that we hear from the pro Painter network and nick may talks about that all the time matter of fact i remember a conversation you were having with another business owner who was talking about the struggles of getting things started and they just gathered so much peace from hearing you talk about how you're making your way forward with still you know all the work that's in every phase of business but they were just like picking your brain and you know, maybe there was just courage that came through. Maybe there was kind of a sense of how to do it next. Like what, what's next? How do I tackle that next thing? So I wonder if you could just tell our audience a little bit about your business and how did you keep your head above water so early on?
0: So keeping my head above water early on, Really, that was just jumping on the hamster wheel. That's what it felt like. Um, In order to keep my head above water, um, I just felt like I had to keep going and going and going. And so my business started um, not intentionally to be a business, it was a hobby. And so this was something that um, helped me sort of get away. Um, And it was something I really enjoyed doing. And so the business came later on. and we, we added people. Um, and I, I really wanted a business name. I remember naming my business because I wanted to expand and, um, you know, we offered lots of services. We were the company who said visionary home solution. Like we have a solution for everything. And, um, boy, was that a little bit of a mistake? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> why is that? What, the I, mistake uh, back?
0: we, we just got into doing too much. Um, you know, we got into doing interior painting and then, you know, we started doing ceilings and trim and we jumped into doing exteriors because if you're a painter, you do interiors and exteriors and commercial and and residential and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, so then we, we picked up, you know, not just painting bathrooms, but, you know, changing the vanity out. Um, and then we just grew into this, big mess, honestly, mass, massive action. Um, it was just a mess. And I, I do remember it was just a a hamster wheel of, um, constantly never being able to say no and getting myself into so many situations and so many jobs that were just not in my wheelhouse. Um, but I just didn't have the right systems and I didn't have the right verbiage or the experience to just say no. Mm. So, um, Yeah. So we are a professional, we are officially a professional interior and cabinet refinishing business. We do not do commercial. We do not do, um, exteriors. Um, there are services that we don't offer. I have a great network of people now we've grown and we've networked and, um, we really have some great referrals. Um, I have an awesome crew. I have great systems. Um, but it wasn't always like that. I remember like it was yesterday being on the hamster wheel. Um, you know during the day working at an occupied home and coming home in time enough to just see the kids after school and dropping them off at their practices and then going to an unoccupied like an empty house um because since it was empty we could work all hours of the night mm-hmm. and um that was several years in the beginning when i worked the business on my own so i am so thankful i'm really grateful that um i got to a point in my business where i just realized it was bigger than me and I couldn't control it anymore. And it was just out of control. And I didn't own a business. My business owned me. That realization uh, just, it hit me really hard. And I, I didn't want my business to own me and my time. And so um, just a few years after starting the business, that's really when I started to realize I needed to make some changes or give it up. Yeah. And that's a, that's a tough
2: Uh, Concept to even think about, right? So, when Mm -hmm. you're so passionate about what you're doing, the last thing you want to do is give it up, but you're taking these deep breaths and you feel almost like you're drowning and going underwater. So, you know, everyone's been there at some point. So, Jessica, can you share with us when you first decided to sort of step out, get at a really high level of looking at your business? So that you weren't drowning and all the busyness on the hamster Mm -hmm. wheel. What, what did you actually focus on working on in the business?
0: In the business, the first thing that I realized, um, I think the first step out of that, um, drowning phase was just finding a community. Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to find the business brush group Mm -hmm. and, um, and that was the first open door to many steps, um, to get where we are today. And, um, at first I just kind of sat back. I wasn't really a participant. I just sort of, you know, creeped on everybody's questions. <laughs> and answers. And yep. I am, um, I didn't feel valuable enough to offer any suggestions. Um, I was really just trying to take it in and actually, um, you know, I don't know. I really just wanted to make sure that it was a safe group to, um, vent to and not feel Mm -hmm. put down or belittled. And so I was sort of a spectator for quite a while. Um, and naturally, honestly, like I am just created to be a vulnerable person. I believe in vulnerability so much. And so Mm -hmm. I really felt, um, led to just start sharing in the group what I was experiencing. And, um, from that grew, you know, you know coaches and business advice and learning how to run a business i mean i was really learning how to run a business i was putting myself out there mm-hmm. and i was telling people i was struggling and you know here's the situation what would you suggest and i think different from what a lot of people do i actually took the suggestions mm-hmm. um and I tested them and I put them to the test, you know, in my line of work. And, um, and so, so funny one time I heard, and I know we, I know this is, it's just silly, but I was told once, you know, if you have eyes plagiarize. So after, (laughs) so after building After building the community, I started saying, you know, I don't have the time. I'm constantly working. I'm in this hamster wheel. I'm just getting out. I'm finally in a community of people who understand how I feel and where I'm at, um, and so, so then I started to ask for SOPs and, you know, how to, you know, how to send e- you know, emails back and forth. And so mm-hmm. the next step was really just learning about like what to focus on first and it was communication and systems and processes. And, um, so really that's just what it's been for several years, just the software people used. Um, that was huge. I mean, that was a huge turning point for me. Mm-hmm.
1: That community is powerful. I know when I came to Estimate Rocket, Kathy, you you talk about the Estimate Rocket community a lot. And we're putting a lot of work into continually building up the Estimate Rocket community because everywhere there's a community of practice, um, people are, are looking for help. And if, if people are using the same kind of product or using some of the similar processes or whatever, it's so much easier to learn when you're kind of in, engaged in those relationships where other people are mm-hmm. doing similar things. So it's not just a transfer of information. It's mm-hmm. really kind of modeling and, and watching how people, you talked about plagiarize. That's kind of, you're just watching <laughs> and learning through social learning instead mm-hmm. of just like academic learning. And they say that's the most powerful form of learning. So the fact that you named like one of the first things that started changing in your business was getting involved in the community. That's that's powerful. I don't, I don't think I would have anticipated <laughs> you saying that. But I, I see that was powerful for you. And then also for the other people, You, I think you're starting to realize too, like your vulnerability is a gift. You said you were created mm-hmm. for vulnerability. That's an interesting yes. way to phrase that because that is a leadership quality to be yes. able to be vulnerable, to remain strong in who you are and your identities firm, but yet you're growing and you're changing because people that leads others in becoming more vulnerable. And that's now you're finding yourself on a podcast, you know,
2: yes, you yourself in these yes. other groups talks
1: to people. It's
2: so, so interesting. Jessica, I see you in a cape with a big S on your chest.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: No, no, no. You no. have so so you have superpowers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is not my strength. I will put it that way. I'm a very faithful person. And I used to think I was superwoman. I used to think I could do it all. Yes, 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 mm. yes, yes, yes to everything and all the things. Mm. And um, it wasn't until I realized like, wow, like I can't do I can't figure this out all on my own. Um, Did I really start to um, do really good business?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. What Can I ask you, when did change start happening? Okay, you talked about what you were doing to try to affect change in your business. But when did you start seeing it really take hold and, and things start getting a little bit better for you based on your so, efforts?
0: It's very, that's a very, that's very easy for me. It's very clear to me that 2020 was pivotal for us. Um, for me personally in 2020, um, I, you know, I kind of jumped all in early on. I, I had that community. I started looking at different um you know, different things that people were using and started implementing them. Um, I found roadmap to profit in 2020. Um, I had a business coach 2020, um, and then 2020, actually, um, uh, my husband and I were in a pretty bad, um, car accident oh, gosh. in June. And so mm-hmm. as things were picking up and I finally had felt like I figured it out, um, we were in that accident, um, And I, I really struggled with a concussion for several weeks Mm. and um, that was where I really learned how to say no. I mean, I had to, Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I learned how to ask for help. Um, there were other contractors in our area who were so generous. They jumped in, um, people who owned their own businesses to fulfill our jobs. So we didn't lose our customers. And, um, I was on a driving restriction. I wasn't even able to drive to job sites. And so after, after that, I took things very seriously and really wanted to, um, I, I really learned how to say no. I really learned how important systems were because without them, you know, I can't bring on other people. Um, I had so much fear and so much anxiety for other people to be running my business because I always just felt like it was chaos. And um, I didn't ever want to bring anybody into that. So it really nudged me. It really pushed me to get serious about systems and processes and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. taking advantage of everything that the business brush had to offer. So Mm -hmm. that business coach, that roadmap, Um, you know, it was sort of the beginning. We, that's where our seeds were planted for building a new website, which also came from the wonderful Tyler LaChapelle, who's in the business brush group. So 2020 really stands out to me. It was the year of major change in my Mm -hmm. business life, my personal life, my spiritual life. 2020 was the huge turning point for me.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Wow. Wow. And out of tragedy, you blossomed into a whole new human being. Really? That's what you're saying.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah.
1: No idea. No idea. I remember, you know, getting to know you at that time just a little bit. I had no idea. That, that Yeah, some of those things you were going through and stuff, but uh yeah. So that's I,
0: actually this might be the first time I've actually really shared like that. And wow. again, like, i Well, truly, thank I you. Really I'm I'm glad that you feel both. safe
2: enough with us to yeah. to discuss that because it's huge, yeah. really. And yeah. and really, everyone listening to you, our Estimate Rocket community, everyone's going through issues and and sometimes tragedy. And you're such an inspiration because you're saying just breathe through it and and really let everyone around you help and guide you and they'll empower you, help empower you to be a better person in the end. Yes.
0: Yes. I truly believe that we are more alike than we're different. And I have really found that with the, with the people that I have surrounded myself with in this paint industry.
2: Right. I, yeah. I totally agree mm-hmm. with you. We are so <laughs> much alike. And even yes. and people don't understand this. And I think we were talking about this as we were doing our mic checks before we started recording. But Jessica, we're no different than you, we might be in a different industry, we might have a bigger team, maybe, but we're no different than you all businesses and that's why it's so great to form a community where you can share and you can chat and you can feel safe with people. But we have obstacles that we have to overcome. We have coaches that we hire, you know, it, it really is the same thing. And it's setting systems and processes in place so that we can do our work and feel empowered in the end. That as a team, we all come back together and we're running down the same road in the same direction. So Jessica, tell us now, you have new goals in your business. And if you don't mind sharing them, what are some of the things that you're planning to do next now that you have been on the road to recovery and you feel like you're in a much stronger position?
0: I'm going to enjoy it for a little while. I think (laughs) (laughs) the start of the start the thing about this is that I have come to learn is Um, you know, the start of 2022 was not fantastic. We really struggled early in our business and, um, you know, I, I started to say yes to things I knew I should have said no to, Mm. um, thankfully I was aware of that. Um, and so I think that I just didn't remain very steadfast. And so I feel like I'm actually coming out of a mass action phase, just a time, like a mini mass action I'm um, like a mini mm-hmm. danger zone because <laughs> I, I said yes to two things that I absolutely shouldn't have um, just sort of out of desperation because it felt like um, things were as good as they have been in the past, um, mm-hmm. the past two years, our business has really exploded. Mm-hmm. And um, and at the, at the end of the year, I just thought I'm going to grow two people and I'm going to hit, you know, 500,000 this year. And um, I had these number goals. But truthfully, after January, February, and March of this year, I really needed to slow down. Um, And I think I just want to enjoy what we've done the last couple of years and just continue to um, implement and maybe tweak the things that we've done the last couple of years. This this year, my goal is just to enjoy the fruits of the labor, I Mm -hmm. hope. the last two years have been incredible and we have done absolutely so much. Um, the last couple of months, um, in our downtime, I have really been able to reflect on what we have done. Mm -hmm. And when I write it down, (laughs) I don't know how on earth we did so much. Um, Mm. and I think this year, my goal is to really enjoy it. I would love, um, last year I took my first, vacation away from work and I was able to enjoy it. So this year, I, you know, the goal is not a money goal. I have already pushed that off the table. Um, the money goal, um, is, is to kind of stay where we're at, you know, steady with last year, that would be Mm -hmm. fine. Um, we may add another person. I'm not even quite sure. We may not even grow our crew, you know, and that's, um, you know, that's contradicting to what I said just a few months ago where I wanted two people I wanted another you know another couple painters but I'm pretty happy with where we're at I mean Mm -hmm. I really need to reflect and continue to um, just implement the systems that we have and learn Mm -hmm. more about the systems that we already have because wow there are way more things like to even estimate rocket and Calendly and zaps, you know, we have zapier, we added all of these things the last few years Mm -hmm. and I don't even know how they all work. Truth be told. Um, so the goal is just to really learn, um, Mm -hmm. what we have, you know, learn the systems that we've implemented further. Well, Mm. I
2: love hearing two of the things you just brought up. I really enjoyed the pearl of wisdom that you shared with understanding internally your, your danger zone and where Mm -hmm. you need to stay out of in order to be successful. So if we can all take that to, and, and translate it into our own danger zones, I feel that's really empowering. And the second thing you said that, that I say over and over again every time I speak to our customers is that most people only learn, and I don't care whether you're using Estimate Rocket or Excel or QuickBooks, whatever software product it is, most people learn about 20% the total features in the software. That's kind of an industry standard, 20, 25%. And then they stop learning because they don't think they need to learn more to get it done quick and dirty. And the the fact is, you know, Chris is here because we just opened up Estimate Rocket University last July, Mm -hmm. and he's the head of education and engagement. And that's how important educating our customers are to us we don't want you just to know 25% of the software because then you're not reaching your full potential in profitability
0: yeah you're not kidding we just finished um um, a job recently where we were able to use our systems start to finish. We utilized the campaign. We utilized <laughs> our Calendly. We utilized everything. The you know our forms. So we really um, we used our systems start to finish, and the automation was enough for one customer to hire us. I mean, he just couldn't stop talking about how professional things looked and he loved how he could accept digitally and sign digitally and pay digitally. And, um, in the, the walkthroughs, the forms he, you know, he really left a great review for us that his experience with us was top notch because of the automation. And so, Mm -hmm. And so I know, you know, now that I'm hearing that when I, when I saw his review and, um, you know, just having conversation with him, I think that, and that was just so recently that was, you know, just several weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, realization of him saying that made me think like, wow, like we have great systems and I need to learn more about them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so excited about how good and how professional it looks. Um I think my goal is just to continue to learn and just we really want to professionalize. That's really what we've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Nick Slavic and Nick May and lots of industry leaders um mm-hmm. we're just always talking about elevating the trade. And so I think elevating the trade means exactly what, you know, things like estimate rocket are it's professionalizing Mm -hmm. it. It's so clean. It looks professional. It's clear. It's concise. Um, And so, yeah, the, the education part is really what I would like to focus on this year. I don't think this, yeah, that's exactly what um, that's exactly what I'm interested in doing.
1: The best kind of learning happens with people who love to learn and are open mm-hmm. to it. And the worst kind happens when people don't love that and don't aren't interested and don't know they need to. In other words, mm-hmm. you can't make people learn who don't want to. So you're always this vulnerability thing is kind of a really neat theme because it's really openness. It's that growth mindset. It's you don't want the weave to get too tight. You don't mm-hmm. want the, the web in, in, you know, the, you just, you want things to be loose enough to be able to expand. We talk about that in the, programming all the time. Our lead developer, she's always talking about this web. You know, you got to get it loose enough to where it can change. And that's what we're trying to do, I think, in business, even in our personal lives. And mm-hmm. you, you're just an open, vulnerable person, but that's why you're growing and evolving and you're going to keep growing, evolving, and learning. And so that's what I as an educator love. I love that. <laughs> I want to be like I hope I am like that. I think that's what makes yeah. us good leaders and good educators. You are.
0: I think so. I think you are.
1: So yeah. well, thank you. And, and really thank you for your, I know we talk about leadership and you're like, no, no, I'm not that person with a cape <laughs> on or whatever, but um, it's really true. Leaders make leaders. They don't make followers. So it's really a call to others, to the best in them, to step up, to become great business owners, to keep learning and growing. That's Mm -hmm. the kind of person you are. And so I love that you're talking to a national audience here and talking about some of the things for the first time. (laughs) I love it. I'm doing something for for the first time. Uh, We appreciate it so much, Jessica. We're going to look with great anticipation on all the things your business is going to be doing in the next coming years. So thanks for being on estimate rocket radio
2: and Thank and jessica you. i just want to say personally that i am so happy that you are in our estimate rocket community me too
1: this is estimate rocket radio join our team at estimate If you
0: have eyes plagiarize